Hi, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How are you guys doing today? I hope good. I hope wonderful. I hope jolly. Great times. <laughs> um, so I just want to jump into this because there's still a lot of uh, astrology shit to go through. So let's pick up where we left off. And I am at Mercury and Pisces. So for Mercury, Mercury <clears throat> deals with mentality, intelligence, mind, thinking logic, transmission of information, um, like talking, teaching, writing, um, and reception of information, listening, learning, reading, observing, okay? <clears throat> So I get all that from Pisces, so it's gonna be beautiful, you know. <laughs> I know I'm I'm very I'm very um I just have a love affair with Pisces. Like I do feel like Pisces is definitely the core of me, but I don't feel like it's like me in totality, of course. But like Pisces is my heart. You know what I mean? And I, I guess that's because my Venus is in Pisces, so that makes sense. Um but I just have such an affinity for <laughs> the, the Pisces. It was great. Um, anyway, so with Mercury and Pisces, you're a gentle communicator with a soft touch that is pleasing and warm. Yes. You tend to sponge up feelings and moods of your environment. Uh, yeah. And I actually really hate that. Um, and I guess they call that being an empath too, like, or that's part of being an empath. But it's really fucking annoying when you're like having a great day and then you get around other people who are just like miserable and you start feeling like total shit, like annoying or like, uh, like one of the things about being an empath is like, you don't really like crowds. And I have to tell because you can feel everybody's energy, right? And you just sense a lot of shit. And it's, it sucks. It does suck. Like, that's maybe, I mean, I'm sure there's more explanations as to why I have social anxiety, but that is part of it too. Like, I get so much fucking anxiety in, in crowded places. And, like, I really just, it is fight or flight. <clears throat> it kicks in like I remember for one of my kids birthday birthdays uh we went to uh an aquarium a Boston aquarium and I thought it'd be really fun but it was actually really crowded which I don't know if it always is maybe it always is it's Boston after all but um it was just really really crowded so I'm like trying to rush them through every fucking exhibit and like get the fuck out of there right? like I'm like I just want to go let's go and my mom was with us and she was like slow and like let's actually look at shit and I'm like let's go there's people here you know and I think my husband's the same way so we're both like <laughs> running our kids through each fucking exhibit down every hallway and like seeing everything but just very quickly you know and it's like it literally is like I can't fucking breathe like I can't breathe until I'm out of there um and it's really difficult actually and I really hate going out for that reason uh it's just hard and just you know poor me <laughs> uh you're usually a lovely listener and when you get talking a, a warm conversationalist <clears throat> and when it comes to communicating you're moody and this extends to your text and emails too it's a it's it's blah, 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 blah. it's a kind of odd thing i hate that phrasing it's kind of an odd thing that's how i prefer it people never know when you'll be quiet be in a quiet mood or a yakking state um <laughs> wait there's more okay you don't compete for airtime but you can talk up a storm when you're in the right frame of mind bingo <laughs> predicting when that beat will be can be difficult though that is so true so I am generally like really really quiet like that's my natural state but I can get in these periods of like just being really really talkative um I feel like, you know, that's kind of when I come on here sometimes where I'm just like, I got so much to say, but also just like, um, in life <laughs> outside of this show, like, um, generally I'm just really quiet. And then sometimes I'm like, 
Um, but I will not step over anybody's toes. And this is like a big thing, big thing with my husband because he is very talkative and he will interrupt. Um, and so if I'm like really talkative too, and he's feeling really talkative, he's going to be the one that's going to win out and just talk. I'm not going to talk over him. Um, and I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like, it's not a big deal to me. And he catches himself. Like, sometimes it's really annoying. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to fucking talk. And he's apologetic. And he tries his best. <laughs> he tries his best to just listen and let me talk. Um, but, you know, he's like, I get really excited. And I love talking to you. And I get it, you know. Like, I'm great. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I just, you know, we really like talking to each other and we have a lot of opinions and we really like to share them, so I get it. And, you know, when we were dating, we weren't in person, like, we would just, um, IM each other, instant message each other, so I think that was probably the best way for us to meet, actually, because uh, we could both get our opinions out at the same time. And actually, that's where we kind of got to see that we were made for each other because we'd be writing the same things at the same times a lot. Like, that happened a lot. Um, but yes, my point was that that is accurate. <laughs> um, you're tactful because you don't want to offend others in any way. You feel out of, you feel, you feel out your audience and sometimes search for what you think others want to hear. Yes, Mercury and Pisces can fib. It's not because you're malicious. You just want others to be uncomfortable. I think I'm so against lying that, like, I don't. But, um, <laughs> I would be lying if I'd say I never lie, <laughs> you know. But I, I have such strong feelings about it that it's extraordinarily rare. Like, even with small white lies, generally, no. And, and to be honest, most of my lying has to is directed towards the kids because you can't be telling kids total truths um <laughs> but uh I can I can feel like I might want to um be, if I if I don't want to offend I think more than anything I'll just get really quiet <laughs> like if I have a lot of thoughts going through my head and um I want to be tactful like for sure and I just disagree so hard, wholeheartedly with your with what you're saying, or I might think that your opinion is just fucking. I don't ever want to say that somebody's opinion is dumb, but sometimes people's opinions are really fucking dumb. Like I just don't understand, you know. Or maybe that's a better way to put it. I just don't understand some people's opinions. Um, and I mean, not not something like you know, being pro-Trump or being anti-Trump. I get both sides. Not, like, being anti-vax or pro-vax. I, I get both sides. You know, I, I, I am anti-vax, but I do understand pro-vax and where they come from. I think more like when it comes to hypocrisy or just, just straight up, like, you are making no attempts to understand someone else's side. So I'm like, you're being extraordinarily ignorant and you are like going out of your fucking way to, to keep that ignorance. That's where I'm more like, your opinion is dumb to me. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, there's a terrible way to put it, so I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but that is how I feel, you know, for certain things. And I feel like it's like, maybe for smaller th I don't know no because it usually has to do with race because I just don't okay this is one good example one great example for like an opinion I think is dumb I think anybody's opinion about another race when you are not of that race is fucking stupid um and again, I don't mean to be offensive and I try to understand like I always try to understand it everybody's point of view but I don't understand why you would have any kind of judgments against something you don't really know and that you could never know you know and I don't mean I'm not just saying about white people against blacks although that happens a whole ton I feel like it happens like a lot a lot and maybe that's just because I'm black that I see it a lot more I will say there's not bias but I see it a lot there and I'm like you can just say you don't know because you're not 
black. Like, you could just say that. That's okay. Instead of saying, like, somebody else's experience is completely invalid or false because you didn't have that. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. That's stupid to me. Um, But I also see that black people do it with white people and, you know, a lot of other races. You know, I feel like we all probably do it to each other. And I just don't think that's fair. I think it's really dumb because you don't know. And there's, I mean, here's the thing. There's no fucking way you can know. Literally no way that you can know because you are not another race and you can't be another race. Um, and I, I was going to be like, your best argument is if you're like biracial, but even then, no, you're in your whole other category. So... Not you can kind of speak on black stuff, and you can kind of speak on white stuff, um, but more than anything, you know, biracial stuff, you know what I mean? Um, so let's just not judge, I mean, honestly, let's just not judge. Period, that's kind of my whole thing. But people really feel that need to judge while I'm sitting here judging. Um, <laughs> you know, I just I think it's stupid to have opinions about a race you know nothing about and you literally can't know anything about. Um, where the fuck was I? Oh, <laughs> I went way left and had my little rant. <sighs> okay, um. But yeah, that's an example. Super tactful. Yes, that's me. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, I, I just... Okay, so this is this is what I was trying to say. Like, if you have an opinion that I just really don't agree with, I'm more likely to just be really, really silent and maybe I'll just nod my head and if it's really fucking out there, I will stop. I won't, I won't move and I won't look at you I'll look away somewhere else and maybe occasionally be like, "Mm," you know, or something like that. But I'm not going to say a word. I'm not going to look at you and I'm not going to nod my head. Like, uh, no, no approval from me whatsoever. If you ever see me doing that, like, just know that I disagree so strongly against what you're saying. And I'm just like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not going to make anyone feel bad. I don't want to get in a fight. Everybody has the right to their own opinions, but I hate your opinion. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, It it can be hard to pin you down to any one belief or decision. It's not that you want to drive people crazy or anything. It's just that you take in so much information from the world as well as, as well your open-mindedness prevents you from taking a stance for too long. Um, fucking yeah. Uh, I, (laughs) I feel like I either drive people crazy with that or they just really, really don't understand that I am not, (laughs) like, I'm always going to be in the middle of a situation or I'm going to understand the situation. I'm not going to, I mean, like I said, for something like anti-vax and pro-vax, which is so hostile towards each other, right? Um, And it's not that I'm sitting in the middle. I have a view, but I'm also like, but I see the other people's point of view. And with the understanding and knowledge that they have and how they see things, they are absolutely correct. You know, it's just that with the knowledge and understanding that I have and the point of view that I have, I see it a different way. Um, You know, I just always come at everything from that point of view of we don't have to agree for one, but two, we all have different perspectives and understanding of information, so... I'm not going to hate you or judge you, um, think less of you because you have a different opinion or viewpoint or perspective or understanding of something like that doesn't make sense to me. Like it does make sense. I get why people do that. Like I can't even say that, but excuse me. I just don't think it's right. I just don't think it's right. Um, and therefore, I will always be sort of in the middle. 
because I can understand both sides. Whether I agree or not, I can understand both sides. Um, But I think, well, whatever. I'm not going to go into it more. (laughs) You have an unusual aversion to cold facts and hard decisions driven more by intuition than facts. So I wasn't sure what the hell cold facts means and... I'm going to bring that up in case you were confused too. Um, Unless I just fucking shut out of it. Hold on. I had it like right here. So I thought, but apparently I don't. Cold facts. Um, No, because I can't. I'm terrible at like paraphrasing shit. That's why I always reach it right off of line. But it would be nice if I had shit already here. Like I did. I swear to God I did. I had this here. But apparently. (laughs) Uh, Oh wait. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Cold facts. Where are you? Uh, I'm so sorry. That I do this. Because I'm sure it's annoying. So my understanding basically is just that cold facts is uh, details without like (laughs) details with no frills or anything like statistics or anything like that just the cold hard facts right um I've never heard it be called cold facts without like the hard in there but um yes and uh I find that to be interesting because although I love facts I have like this real a huge love of learning if it's not prettied up for me with something like interesting going on it 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 might as well not even exist like legit <laughs> you know you're gonna have to give me like an interesting story along with it or like interesting infographic or pictures or something like you gotta do something to keep my attention because it's not gonna stay um <laughs> And I do hate hard decisions. I find myself more and more uh, <laughs> asking my husband to 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 make decisions. Uh, you know, like if there's any fucking decision, I'm like, D, what do you think? <laughs> I need to stop. Like, I notice that I'm doing it so frequently that it's like I don't know if it's annoying for him. He's never mentioned, but I'm like, you really like you. Sh- you're a grown ass adult. You should make some decisions on your own, and just go with it and stop like uh, passing it along to your husband to figure it out, so you don't have to think about it. But uh, that is true. And I am more driven by intuition than facts. And this, yeah, this is Pisces, right? Mercury and Pisces, yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, Pisces is the escape artist, yes. And since Mercury rules studying and concentration, you are not always in, you are not always living in the moment. Uh, I think that is like the worst. I, in fact, I don't study. I don't study. And the only way I can concentrate, the only way I've learned to concentrate is honestly through meditation. It's helped me so fucking much. Um, like before when I uh, was diagnosed with ADHD, I was taking Adderall and that did help a lot. Um, but I will say a common, (laughs) a common, uh, complaint is that like Adderall can help you pay attention or concentrate or focus, but it's not going to help you focus necessarily on what you need to be focusing on so like you can finish a whole task but it might not be the task you needed to do um that's true and I find that meditation has just helped so much more because then I can focus more easy on um whatever I want to now it's not perfect and I will say there's other factors that contribute to it eating well helps a whole fucking lot. I do find that I have a harder time concentrating if I'm eating a lot of junk, which I have been lately. So I've been a little all over the place. Um, 
and actually it helps with the other stuff too like I feel like I'm just more on my shit if I'm eating well and I'm meditating and you know doing things I need to do exercising or whatever um I just haven't been I literally haven't been doing any of that so right now no but um my point is that that helps I guess (laughs) I kind of forgot where I was going with that it helps um but naturally, naturally, I can't study, I can't concentrate, and school was a fucking nightmare. Because um, no matter what I would do, I would, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it didn't really matter. So if I studied my ass off or I didn't, I was going to get the same grades, basically. So either I was going to do naturally really, really well, or I was going to struggle really hard and get D's and C's. But no amount of effort was going to change that, really. Um which, you know, made it easier because I'm like, I'm not going to study them. But it also sucks because if I wanted to do better than in a class that I was going to suck at, I really couldn't. Anyway, oh, Lord, I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> you tune in to all the nuances, nuances of subjects and environments. You pick up on subtleties of all kinds so that so what you lack in organization, you make up with insight which I like to think is true Um, you're often vague and indirect in your communications if you learn to express yourself with more clarity you'll find that a lot of the problems you encounter with misunderstandings will lessen Uh, that's something I've really been trying to work on it is hard because I do find like in every area of my life I have found that I am I tend to be very vague and indirect and I don't mean to be but that is that that really is naturally how I speak um which is interesting because in my tropical chart that is not what came up um for my mercury let me bring it up really quick it wasn't Pisces it oh wait I'm doing all that and I can just look at the beginning um my mercury my mercury was an Aries which I don't really know too much about um I didn't remember I didn't memorize my birth chart so there's some things that I kind of remember but I don't remember that specifically um but I do find that this is actually much more accurate at least for me now because yes I do have that problem (laughs) and I've been working on it consciously working on it I hope I've gotten better but I don't know I do find that I have less misunderstandings but I am dealing with people a lot less now so it could just be that (laughs) I don't know Um, your sensitive nature can make you an easy target at times your plans may seem too dreamy and unrealistic to to more practical sorts lacking the details that make them seem viable or attainable but your vision is extraordinary i'd like to think so (laughs) your your unusual point of view delightful and your leaps of faith are admirable and that's what i hope they come off as (laughs) and not just irresponsible and stupid um so this is like the one thing my venus and pisces and this is like the one thing that actually stayed the same taking a quick sip of water and Venus is all about your values um, beauty harmony creativity love relationships and equilibrium I don't really know what that means (laughs) I don't know if I should have admitted that but I don't know what equilibrium means Um, I probably do I get an idea of it but if you ask me to describe it I don't know anyway so this says letting things flow spontaneously is essential to you for uncovering your feelings which are fluid and best left to develop and unfold without pressure you're unimpressed by someone's status and you love and accept a partner for all that they are inside you favor the underdog yeah (laughs) always and you can be quite attracted to wayward folk or those in need of a little help with your rather romantic view of the world you can you can be unusually attracted to states. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no, sorry. You can be unusually attracted to states of suffering and martyrdom, so you may fall easily into the role of saving someone or of being saved. Yes. <laughs> a partner pleases you most when they share tender moments and rom romantic times with you. You hate to see someone you love suffer. I hate it. It's the worst. I'd rather suffer myself. <clears throat> your empathy and compassion are well developed so so much so that you can quickly find yourself in complicated emotional entanglements this is such a huge fucking like <sighs> people for with venus and pisces like really watch out for this because for sure this is a thing um it's really just loving so much and caring so much about people and understanding where they come from that you will kind of go out of your way and do the most and or just really love very hard <clears throat> because you see that they need it and um I mean I don't want to say you can't do that because I hate that like I don't I don't want that to be a thing but you just have to be very mindful and very careful because, you know, even though people might need that, A, it might not be the best for them. Like, I don't know. It's hard because I'm like, maybe maybe it's in God's plan that they don't have that. But I'm like, if that's the case, you wouldn't step in, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, there's free will. So who knows? You just want to be kind of mindful. You don't want to get yourself <laughs> like it says and complicated emotional entanglements like I don't know how many times I've like found myself in situations and I'm like how the fuck did I get here why am I in this ish like why am I in this problem and you know it really is <laughs> like empathy and compassion those sons of bitches uh getting me into trouble very big heart very big heart um it can get you into trouble, but it's a good thing. It is a good thing. That's what I've learned. You just have to use it wisely is my warning. Uh, you are so receptive and open to all possibilities that it is hard for you to commit to any one thing, idea, or course of action. You, you make an intriguing partner and will reward your partner with a love that is accepting and comes as close to unconditional as humans can get. Uh, and to go along with that, before I speak on it, <clears throat> it says my personal ad bio: I will love, I will love, I will love you for you. I will accept you, even if the rest of the world thinks you are unlovable. I will see you for what you really are, and that is absolutely a talent um, and I do see that as a talent a gift that I possess um, <laughs> there are ugly people like I can't lie but there is beauty in everybody and I can see that beauty in people I can see the beauty in the ugliest people and for really broken people I can see the fucking, there, the, I, I don't know, there's just this beautiful light, a beautiful light that just shines so fucking bright inside of them, and I can see it, and I can feel it, and I'm like, I, I, I'll love you forever, I, and I will, like, if I love somebody, I will love you for fucking ever, that will never, 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 never change, no matter how much you fuck me up, like, I will definitely get to the point where I'm like, I'm not gonna fuck with you. But if I love you, it's done. I love you. Period. Um, and I don't know. I, like I said, I just, it's a gift to really be able to see people and who they are and see the beauty in people that they can't even see within themselves. I mean, it's frustrating <laughs> because I do try very hard to show people you know the beauty that exists inside of them and they just don't see it they can't see it and I can't show them you know that's something they have to work on themselves 
and it's really unfortunate like it, it literally fucking breaks my heart um I'm trying not to cry <laughs> but it like it really breaks my heart because I'm like you don't even know you don't understand what is inside of you like you just don't see it but it's right fucking there and you just have to stop thinking the way you think you have to take off the blinders you know everybody has blinders when it comes to themselves and other people but I think we're harshest on ourselves and it's like you gotta take that off and like see the magnificence that exists within you you know I don't know but it's really cool to be able to see that in people um it's just frustrating that you can't show them as well you know Anyway, um, Pisces never see, sees the world in black and white terms. They see all of the colors of the rainbow. Yes. <laughs> With the goddess of love in Pisces in your chart, love for you is all-embracing. You forgive and understand. You're seducible and seductive. And you show tremendous compassion. The shadow side of this position is allowing oneself to be victimized or deluded as well as evasive. Uh, fucking for sure. Uh, I feel like that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. And that's another life lesson I had to learn was just don't allow yourself to be the victim. Don't, don't do it. Um, that was a hard one. <laughs> The first instinct with Pisces is to escape. You might watch for a tendency to want to fade out of a relationship if you're unhappy so that you can avoid the confrontation. Uh, I used to do that a lot. I don't think I've ever done that like with really important relationships, but for like, well, no, that's not true. <laughs> I have, that's not true. Okay, yeah, no, that's the thing I do a lot, but I have stopped doing that. Um, you might often be attracted to situations of giving, martyrdom, and mercy. You may want very much to forgive, allow, and give unselfishly. In love, Pisces gives a lot, but not everything. Most important to remember is this. It's a mistake for your lover to assume you are weak. But it's also a mistake to assume that you are strong in love. You are both. That's fucking important. That's fucking important. Because <laughs> I always felt, me personally, I always felt like I was really, really weak in love. And um, I've learned that that is not true. Like, I'm very, very strong. But I also had to, like, <sighs> mistaking my, my, mistaking it as, like, as just strength was, is not good either. <laughs> like, that's gonna trip you up, too. You have to understand where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are, and understand that both reside in you. Um, and know what they are, you know. Uh, the message is, it's best not to push you beyond your limits, because although it might appear that you have none, you do draw the line at some point. Others shouldn't take advantage of your good nature, and, good nature and willingness to make sacrifices. You see your willingness to forgive and understand as a strength, and the right partner should too. So important. Because the wrong partner will not, and they will run all over your ass for sure. So uh, understand that within yourself so then you can see how others treat you when it comes to that. Are they trying to get one over on you and run all over you and use you as a doormat you know if they do they're obviously not right for you and don't stick around but if they're like oh, okay I see this in you and they do see it um, I mean I love it I love it if, like Devon really sees it as a strength in me um like even when I did it when I was like that's a weakness it's gross I really hate that I have this trait and he was like no that's amazing <laughs> you know um that's just the best and that that person will respect it and respect you and then you can use it even more as a strength um you're forgiving and bending and 
you're generally willing to please. At times romantic and gooey, <laughs> you can be a bit of a chameleon and it can be hard for you, it can be hard to pin you down to any one style. You can be talkative one day and withdrawn the next, for example. You often prefer nonverbal expressions of love. Yes, I prefer nonverbal everything, to be honest. <laughs> It's just, there's so much communicating that can happen that is nonverbal, and I absolutely prefer to do nonverbal communication and expressions, expressions of love. That is true. And are attracted to imbalance. Self-sacrifice and compassion are more prominent themes in your love life and perhaps in the kinds of art and entertainment you find most appealing to. You are forgiving and you'll, you'll even let someone go... Yeah, okay, wow, that's true, yes, sorry, <laughs> I started reading it ahead of time. Uh, you are forgiving and you'll even let someone go if they so desire and then love them from forever, and then love them forever anyway. Um, this is something I've told my husband, um, because I'm like, I don't know, he, he, he was having a hard time and... I don't really know why, honestly, but we had, we've had lots of talks about it. And I was like, I feel like you don't really want to be here. And I didn't feel like it was me specifically. I just felt like he wanted more out of life in general. And I was like, you can go. I'm not going to keep you here. I love you and I want you to be happy. That's the most important thing to me. So you go, you could go and live your life. And like, I remember a time... <laughs> I don't really want to talk about this, but I think it's kind of important to understand how deep this can go. There was a time where I, he was telling me like, he's fine. But like I said, I can gauge when someone's fine or not. And I was like, you're really, really unhappy. So I kicked him out and I was like, I want you to go. And he doesn't really understand that. Like he didn't understand that. I wasn't like, I want you to leave. But I, it was more like a you seem to want to leave so you should leave like I feel like you could be happier and do better and I don't think you're gonna leave on your own so I'm forcing you to go so you can have a happier life and like luckily we we're able to reconcile and calm down and like talk things out and be very honest with each other and just kind of work things out because I really did feel like I was like, I really feel like you're really, really unhappy and like, you don't want to be here. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not going anywhere because I'm not, I'm going to sit here miserable. Like if I'm miserable, I'm going to fucking go, but there's nowhere else I want to be. Um, and we had to have a really honest conversation, um, because there was things he wasn't really telling me. He was just very in his own head and in his own emotions. And, um, he had to kind of learn that he can't hold his emotions from me. You know, it's like, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, just that's how deep it can get because I love the shit out of this dude. I love this person more than anything anything and anyone you know with the exception of my kids and I wouldn't put my kids above I put them right there with them and uh I was like I don't want you to go I don't know what I would do without you but it's so much more important to me that you're happy so I I'll lose you if that means you can go find yourself and be happier without me like that's okay with me and I meant it I like I truly meant it and I I'll always mean that like that is still the case if he is happier without me that will crush me but I'll be okay I'll I'll be okay you know like I'll I just would prefer to see him happy than for me to have my happiness I guess like I don't know there's a lot to that but that's ultimately what it comes down to anyway although you can be shy and yielding a partner can sometimes find you maddeningly detached and spaced 
So I'd have to ask him about that. I feel like, yeah, I can have that, but I don't think I'm like that a lot. Uh, he may beg to differ. <laughs> as much as you love people, you also need your space. <clears throat> and for that reason, you value solitude and privacy. You need to learn to receive as much as you give. That is very important. So I can talk about Pisces all day, every day, because I'm, like I said, that's what I've looked into the most and that's what I resonate with the most. So I can sit there and talk about matters of the heart when it, like as a Piscean, but that's kind of it for this birth chart. (laughs) Uh, So now we're going to get into Mars and Mars deals with action, will, aggression, assertiveness, freedom, independence, self-determination, and enthusiasm. And mine is in Scorpio. So it says that you love to challenge yourself to do the impossible. You throw yourself into whatever you decide to do with concentrated energy and impressive willpower. You can make for a formidable opponent, although often quietly so. I like to say that all the time, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like compete against anybody but if I am it's gonna be on the download like it's gonna be quiet and it's gonna like I'm not gonna tell anybody I'm just gonna work on it on myself and like watch you know um you keep your cool and your equilibrium on the surface below the surface maybe another story (laughs) and you are likely to let um you are unlikely to let others in easily you see you see through others and rely heavily on your gut feelings. Real living to Mars and Scorpio. Real living. I hate the way they phrase some of these sentences. Uh, Mars and Scorpio natives, like yourself, is is all about accepting challenges and making changes. You regularly test yourself and often others. Setting rules and goals can often be for the personal satisfaction that comes from achieving or mastering them. Uh, Your survival instincts are strong. You don't usually seek confrontation, but you're not afraid of it either. Facts all day. (laughs) Like, I say that a lot. I'm like, I, I, I avoid confrontation. I don't want it. I don't want it at all. But, um... If that's what we're doing, we can do it, okay? Like, if that's what it needs to be, it'll be, okay? I'm not I'm not afraid of it. Like, that's just the perfect way to put it. I don't want it, but I'm not afraid of it. It can go down. Um, and I'm not talking about, like, physical fighting. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But, <laughs> but I'm very good with my words uh, when I'm very angry. <laughs> um, sometimes. I don't know. Uh, Under high stress, Mars and Scorpios can be manipulative and resentful. The tendency to dwell on issues is strong. However, most of the time, you're brave, perceptive, uh, compassionate, and compassionate. You're unafraid of emotional intensity, uh, which we talked about earlier. You are vastly talented, protective, determined, and willing to go the distance. Um, This next one is Jupiter. These are getting shorter, which is good. Um, So the next one is Jupiter, and Jupiter is about expansion. It's about faith, vitality, confidence, expansiveness, I said that, (laughs) generosity, cheerfulness, uh, resilience of spirit. And mine is in Aquarius. It used to be in Pisces, but now it's in Aquarius. Uh, You are at your best when you have a freedom of choice, when you can break a few rules and you can think outside of the box. You value people and personal freedom most. You want to show a unique perspective or original and unique skills and talents. Again, I think this came up earlier, but like, yeah, like that's what this show is all about for sure. Um, You are open to new methods and progress. Yes, you exhibit great tolerance and humanitarianism as as an air sign Jupiter. You are mentally adventurous, ready and willing to learn into mind expansion and less attached to your values than others because you are generally quite impartial and open minded. One of your many strengths is your ability to see many sides to an argument. I, yeah, we talked about this. Um, one thing I want to talk or, or bring up or just something that kind of reminded me of. So recently I watched Dogma and in that, in that movie, um, Chris Rock is saying how like, um, 
beliefs beliefs are harder to change so you know like that's kind of where the problems set in when it comes to religious stuff and it's just better to have an idea because you can change an idea and I was like I paused I paused and I'm like I talked to my husband I'm like well I mean like yes but no because here's the thing a belief is a belief and I think the thing is people need to stop just believing that their beliefs are facts and if you understand that your belief is just a belief and it's just like what you think is what your opinion is what you believe and don't hold it to such a high regard and make it immovable then there won't be a problem and I'm like that's kind of how I am I have a lot of beliefs but I don't feel like it's the end-all be-all just because it got to belief status for me and it's beyond idea and it's at my actual belief that doesn't mean that that can't change it doesn't make it fact it doesn't make it so like I guess the best explanation is it's it's so in my world but I understand that everybody else has their own world so it's not necessarily gonna be so in someone else's world you know like I and even then I guess that's a poor analogy or or way of thinking about it because like for me I can change my beliefs like it's easy (laughs) I don't want to go that far it's not easy but I understand that there's always a chance and my mind stays open for that and I I do constantly uh, test it to see if it needs to be changed uh so that is my Jupiter and Aquarius I guess um so Saturn and Scorpio so Saturn is all about structure self-discipline self-respect faith in one's destiny and peace with solitude and mine's in Scorpio, and it says it's uh, opening yourself up completely can be challenging. It doesn't come naturally, but with work and effort, you can get there. There can be some tendency to brood, <laughs> to go cold and silent. If you expect others, don't care enough about your feelings. However, it is essential to recognize that you can run hot and cold on this level. However, it's essential to recognize that you can run hot and cold on this level. You may yearn for understanding and empathy, but you can feel uncomfortable if you get this attention. Yes. Trusting a confidant can be be a challenge, but also a genuine relief since you bottle up your feelings often to your detriment. And I do recognize that and I try not to do it. Um, but it is hard, especially when you want to be, uh, like you want to make other people happy and comfortable, (laughs) then it's a lot easier to just be like, I'm just gonna not talk about how I feel. Um, but I, it drives me crazy when other people do that. So I, you know, it's something I'm working on continuously, but I've gotten a lot better at, I think, just finding the right way to word things. Uranus, LOLs. Um, it's all about change, individual individuality, <laughs> capacity to authority, uh, transcendence of cultural and so- social programming. And mine is also in Scorpio again. Hi, Scorpio. Very heavy Scorpio in this chart. Um, I don't think my other chart was like that. Uh, so that's new. <sighs> You're most interested in making changes, innovating, and updating traditions related to intimacy, healing, metaphysics, psychology, transformation, investigation, privacy, dependence, support. This is so long. <laughs> um, the management of resources and debts. You seek more freedom in or through these areas and you don't feel much need to conform. You may believe in breaking through some of the inhibitions or taboos related to sexuality, power dynamics, mortality, and self-knowledge. Despite the need for progress, you can be very stubborn and set in your ways in these areas. You may challenge authority or rules and laws in place only if you feel they are limiting 
our progress. Yes. Oh, oh, I try to talk about this with my husband all the time, especially with this whole coronavirus thing, with the fucking mask. Like, I have a huge problem with it, and he just does not understand. But yes, um, I guess that's my Uranus and Scorpio coming out. Like, it's limiting our progress. <laughs> um, seeking to re- revolutionize the ways we view our intimate relationships with others and ourselves or to awaken others to new thinking in these areas. I try. I fucking try. Your intuition is powerful and hunches uncannily on point. You're excited to break new ground when attempting to understand the layers of yourself. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I paid attention to that part last time. Um, a person in your life or situation. Research is a talent. Yeah, I kind of skimmed over that, um, but that actually hits home a lot. Um yeah, I'm constantly working on understanding myself uh, and others. Yeah. So now, actually, I just blew through another hour. That was so quick. I have more. So I have other ones, but <laughs> there's so much. I don't. I don't know if I want to... I'll, I'll record it and I'll see if I want to post it. I don't know. Because I feel like this is boring. It's interesting to me, but it has to do with me. So, of course, it's interesting to me. Um, <laughs> but that's it for this episode anyway. And I will record another in... I don't know. Like I said, I'll see if I want to post it or not. And if you guys want to hear it, let me know. And I will tell you how, because if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, like post that episode, you can email me at uh, themishmosh at gmail.com and, or you can contact me on Facebook or just come and check out the cool, cute memes and um, great energy updates and shit that I post on Facebook at Mishmosh Podcast. So, um... Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. I hope it was entertaining and at least um, you learned something new. I will catch you guys later. I love you. Bye.